Welcome back, everybody, to Blitzology. It has been a while. Joining by me today is Cameron Shoemate of the Raptors and Adam of the Raptors. How y'all doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Fantastic. Good. Good. So we are finally back with Blitzology, and today we're going to be doing a quick pod, breaking down uh, the draft lottery and how that went down. Um, also, a quick, some other side notes. Obviously, the Bluegrass Blitz will be not being able to compete in the Blitzball World Series this year, but should be competing in the Chicago tournament as well as the Blitzball World Series next year. So, <clears throat> getting all that out of the way, we can now get into the draft picks. And if you didn't watch the watch the video, there will be three teams in, in a round two. That's the Cobras, Yaks, and the Cats. And the reason those three teams are in round two um, and getting that extra pick is because they all only have one-man rosters at the moment. The Cobras and the Yaks being two expansion teams and the Cats uh, losing Daniel over the offseason. And obviously we'll be fielding three players per team this year, so they're going to need two extra guys. So we're going to go ahead and start with, I guess, pick 11 it would be. It would be the last pick of the second round, and that was received by the Wildcats. This one, not too much of a shock, obviously. The Wildcats were predicted to get last pick of both rounds. So um, any thoughts, concerns on the Wildcats, they also received the eighth pick of the first round, so they get the eighth and the 11th overall pick. They can do a lot with that, but the only problem is, is the talent that's out now. Yeah, We haven't seen any of the new rookies yet. They even yeah. know they're, we're supposed to be doubling in size this year based on how many people we have coming in. Um, but there are a couple notable names that have been wanting to play. Um, one being, uh, let's see here... We have a Ben Hall, who is, we've heard good things about him from the Gilberts. Um, Will Blevins, who also had baseball experience. Todd Abel has also had baseball experience. So a lot of guys coming in that could make some noise in rookie content in their rookie year. We got a lot of rookies. A lot of rookies. I mean, we have 13 players returning and 12 or about 12 new players coming in. So um, about half the league this year is going to be full of rookies. It'll be interesting how those guys play out, and especially considering we really haven't seen them or even met some of these guys yet. So I think it'd be harder to win Rookie of the Year than MVP this year. Probably. I mean, last year Rookie of the Year was very intense, but I mean, with this year, I mean, it's going to be insane. I mean, there's so many, a lot more people. There's a lot. But if there's anyone that can handle the eight and eleven scene, it is Sean of the Wildcats. He's been able to pull out. Uh, the past three championships, um, just somehow getting it done. He just seems to know what he's doing out there every time, and he just works on the mound, gets the title done. So, I mean, if anyone can handle it, it's him. Yeah. But moving on to the uh, what would be the tenth pick, it was the Yaks. So they're receiving the second pick of round two, and the Yaks are going to be captained by Houston. If you remember Houston, he was on the Goats last year came in about halfway through the season and was absolutely dominant on the mound. That Goats um, team was scary last year. That Goats team, whenever they added Houston, I mean, I mean, you look at them. They were the eighth seed, and they finished all the way in the final four. So they were scary, and a big part of that was Houston coming on to the yeah. team. So, I mean, I really don't know. I feel like we still haven't seen a lot of Houston yet. I feel like that's going to be a very, very young team as far as football experience goes. Mm-hmm. But um, with Houston, that talent... Yeah, we don't know how far they can go. His only downside, he's been a little bit unpredictable, and I think that's a big downside for a lot of rookies. Is 
Um, they can be streaky. So the Yaks team, that's what I'm kind of thinking about them. They're probably going to be a streaky team. They also receive the third pick of round one. So that's that's dangerous. They're receiving the third and tenth pick. So what do you all think? That third pick has a lot of potential, and so does that tenth pick. But, again, we still have no idea who some of these people are. Yeah, I think that's just the big question mark is, who are these people and, you know, how, what are they going to bring to the table whenever we get uh, to, you know, regular season and beyond? Yeah, like, even with Houston's talent and, like, he, he still definitely has to work because, like, he's he, he's kind of new still. He's still working on some things, but I think they definitely have a chance on getting the championship. Definitely some championship contention, some people would say, um, but it's just really going to see what happens with them. Some people could say sophomore slump. Some others could say, you know, championship bound. But we'll we'll see what the Yaks do. I think they're one of the big question marks of this season. And it's going to come out of their rookies late in the season, too. You saw mm-hmm. some of the rookies last year perform in the postseason. For sure. And now we're getting into our ninth pick. It was the Cobras. So they got the first uh, pick of the second round, but the Cobras also received the sixth pick of the first round, which is quite unlucky of them. Um, so this is going to be an entirely rookie team hosted by uh, Logan Bertrand, who we've heard some things about. He's um, a friend of Jackson's from the Clams. So he said he's had some blitzball experience before. We'll see how it pans out in the league. But I'm interested to see what he can do. And, I mean, he seems like a good athletic kid. So he might be able to take this team, you know, anywhere from eighth to first. You know, eighth to first. I think that's a good real house for him. Yeah. Bomb to last, you know. <clears throat> but I don't think we really know too much about them since we know literally no one on that roster. But just, you know, entirely rookie team. Can't expect too much of them, but who knows? They could surprise some people. Pull out some big games. Yeah. They, I mean, we'll release, we'll do another uh, schedule breakdown here um, after New Year's whenever the full schedule gets released, and then we'll break that down for a little bit. Of a more in-depth podcast, but right now we're just breaking down the draft lotto, and we'll continue it. We talked about, so that was the ninth pick. The eighth pick we already talked about was the Wildcats as well. Going up to the seventh pick now. Um, seventh overall pick was received by the Clams. Now this, again, was probably not what the Clams wanted. Last year they received a very good pick in the number two. They've got Eddie Gilbert, who was able to lead his team um, into... Uh, deeper into the playoffs after getting a walk-off home run against you guys. That was rough. Um, you guys have the most walk-off losses, by the way. Uh, we figured. That was, that because of me and Eddie. <laughs> yeah, the dagger to the heart of Rap Pack Nation. Oh. Oh, Eddie. <laughs> Probably his highlight moment, honestly, of the year. Eddie Gilbert. Um, and honestly, I think with Eddie and Jackson. Jackson's always been... Mr. Consistent, he's very solid every time he comes out. Um, but with Eddie, I think coming into year two, now that he has a year of experience on him, I think this clam scene with those two is going to be something to watch. And the um, seventh pick. Even w- even with the seventh pick, like they have, that's about a middle tier pick. So, I mean, you got two guys that could turn out to be studs this year, plus a middle tier guy that they can build up. Um, this could be a roster. This could be a for real roster. So, yeah. Clams, I don't know where they're going to end up. I'm going to say there would be a top five team once again, like always. But I don't know. We, we, only time will tell. But 
I think really with the Clams team, um, their key to success is Eddie Gilbert and his growth. And if he can have a good sophomore season, who knows? The Clams are need some big games out of Edward. Yep. I mean, he has a good season. I think, you know, their goal would be the championship for sure. But moving on up to the sixth pick, that is the Cobras. The Cobras we already talked about. We don't really know too much about them, but they also receive uh, the ninth pick. So the sixth and ninth pick, nothing too special. Not what they wanted, obviously, from a rookie team, but they are going to work with it and see what they can do. Moving on up to the top five picks, rounding out number five is the Lightning. Yeah, that's my team. We got extremely lucky. There's no doubt about it. We were supposed to get about the seventh pick, but we got a top five pick. I'm very pleased with it. Um, me and Ryan, I think, are one of the best duos in the league, and adding a number five pick to the team, I really don't know, have too much to say about it, except that I'm excited. Do y'all have anything for the Lightning? I mean, definitely another year for some talent and to maybe maybe get another championship. Hopefully. <laughs> it's what, been a little drought. <laughs> what pick did the Lightning get last year? Lightning got the fourth pick last year. So they got like they got fourth out of six. They got the fourth pick out of six teams, though. Oh, well. Or was it? No, they got the third. Was it the third pick? I think the Lightning got the third pick last year out of six teams. This year they get the fifth pick out of eleven picks. So, still, I mean, they got lucky two years in a row. There's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, I'm very pleased, but I mean, obviously, um, even with the fifth pick and with the third pick last year, we. Still couldn't get it done, so, I mean, nothing's a guarantee. We still got to work hard, um, get some stuff going on the mound. Hopefully, I think what the Lightning are going to be looking for right here is uh, a pitcher. I'm definitely looking for another pitcher, something, you know, if I'm not having a good game, I haven't really been able to go to Ryan yet, but he's shown um, glimpses of promise, but I think I really just need another pitcher and really just another athlete out there, and I think we'll be a really good team. It'll be a team full of athletes. Yeah, and going back to the Clams, um, I didn't really talk about what they needed. We don't really... The Wildcats, um, they really just need... I mean, Sean's just a great player. I think they really need a bat um, for them. And then same with the Clams. I think the Clams also really need a bat. Just a good heavy hitter in that 7th and 8th slot for the Clams and Wildcats. Cobras, obviously, we don't know. But um, going on up to the number 4 pick was received by the Goats. And I think this one was probably one of the most predictable. They actually fell right about where we thought they would be. The Goats getting the fourth pick. Yeah. That's going to be, you know, a, a Houstonless Goats team. It'll be not led by Cade anymore, obviously, because he has officially left the league. But it'll be hosted by Gavin. So Gavin has now been on, uh, what, like three teams? Two teams? I think he's been on... Been on two teams, and he has now worked his way up to captain of the GOAT. So congratulations to Gavin. Getting that honor last year, I think he was definitely manager of the year last year, even though that wasn't an official thing. But And he was also most improved. So oh, yeah. continuing his growth, getting a fourth pick. And he. this is where it starts to get interesting, I think, with trading. Because off-season trades are going to be a thing this year. And uh, the GOATs... With Gavin, they have um, Cooper, and Cooper proved to be—he looked like he had a lot of, you know, potential. potential, a lot of potential, and the few outings we saw him in. And I think 
The Raptors, you all are looking at Cooper. And the Yaks are also looking at Cooper. Houston trying to take him back um, and get him on the Yaks team. So this is I'm very excited to see what goes down with this Goats team because we up above them is the two and the three pick, and that is the Raptors and the Yaks. And those are the two teams um, where we've heard have been looking at Cooper. So if one of those teams decides, hey, we'll give you our draft pick, you give us Cooper, that could be a GOATS team with a two top four picks. Yeah. And that's that would be nice. That's dangerous. Like two top four picks. And then I mean a Raptors team with, you know, adding Cooper or a Yaks team with adding some experience, some more experience. I don't know, man. I mean, this is starting to get crazy. And the Yaks right there, um, I think they have a great player in Houston. They just get another um, maybe a solid pitcher when he's off, just another athlete. It'll be good. Um, but, yeah, if they try to decide to trade away their pick, get Cooper in that third slot, and then get the number 10 pick, it could be a good team. I mean, yeah, I'm very excited to see what this 2, 3, and 4 picks, how that all turns out by the time um, the draft picks come in. But it should be very fun. So I got the Raptors here with me today, like I said. Y'all received the two pick. Probably very thrilled considering last year you got the last pick. Very unfortunate turn of events. Yeah. How do y'all feel with the two pick, with being in contention to get some possible trades? What's going through your mind after last year? Just tell us about it. This is our year. <laughs> our year. The Raptors. You say that all this is the Raptors year. year. And honestly. We're starting to turn into the Cowboys. It, that, I mean, it sounds kind of, you know. That seems like a bold statement, but really when you look at it, the last year the Raptors were losing games by walk-offs. Like, that's really... Close games. Close, really close games. They were just one run away several times from being a great team. I mean, they were one run away from being the Wildcats. I mean, this team, I mean, with a number two pick and with the amount of talent that we've expected that's coming into this draft, I don't know. I mean, this team could be really good. But, I mean, they just got to put the pieces together. And I think for the Raptors, I'm thinking with that two-pick, top four again. I mean, probably championship is what y'all probably looking for. That's what we're looking for. Look, Get a championship berth. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I'm high on the Raptors this year for sure. And another team I haven't decided if I'm high on or not is the team with the number one pick. That was the Chupacabras receiving the number one pick for the second year in a row. Last year, last year didn't turn out well for him. Um, Mike, I don't, I don't really know what to talk about. Mike, <laughs> Mike didn't have the year he wanted. We'll say that. Mike, um, he was a good player. He just didn't live up to the hype. I think. Yeah. His stats didn't show it. Hopefully, in his sophomore season, like Eddie, we were talking about. Hopefully, they can both shine through, and the Chupas can finally be a really good team. I think the Chupas are looking for some pitching. They already have some great hitting. Yeah. Just no, the Chupas pitcher. are the second best statistical offense in the league. Yeah. That's how, that proves how much you need a pitcher in this league. And that is definitely what they're going to be looking for. They're not even going to look. They're not, I, I, I doubt they'll even go to the batting session on yeah. the draft combine. They're probably just going to show up for pitching. Figure out the best pitcher, they, leave, and pick that they, guy. They definitely need a good arm. Like, they, they need an arm. If they can get an arm, this could be a really good team. And they're going to need to be a really good team because if they finish, you know, bottom two, <coughs> like, like every year, 
uh, yeah, they're not going to be making the playoffs this year. So, because only top six are making playoffs this year, and we have eight teams. So there's a cut now, and Chupas. Who are your early predictions for the? Oh gosh. Cut? <laughs> um, if I had to make an early prediction for the cutoff, well, the cutoffs are going to be based off of um, the new conferences, which are going to be released after the draft. We're thinking because we're still trying to balance them pretty well, but. Uh, I don't know. Um, the two worst teams in the league. I, I don't know. I mean, part of me wants to say the Cobras are going to end up there just because I haven't seen anything from them. But I don't know. I mean, the Chupas have historically just been awful. And who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe like, you know, one of the, the OG teams, like the Lightning, the Wildcats, the Clams, maybe what if they end up getting the cut? I mean, bad years happen, so. be shocking. It'd be interesting, that's for sure. But it'll be interesting. The only thing we know about these new conferences, um, if you're listening to this podcast, you're about to get a little um, surprise here. Trying to keep it on the down low for now, but it has not been officially released. The Wildcats and Lightning are going to be in the same conference, so there will be no more Lightning Wildcat Championships. That has been, um, that era is done. So it'll be Lightning Wildcats in the same conference. As well as, and then on their side, we know the Clams and the Raptors are going to be in the same conference. We don't know about the uh, remaining four teams where they're going to go, but we will figure that out. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is that is the draft picks. The Chupas, looking for a pitcher. Raptors, um, y'all are looking for probably... Another good player. Just another athlete, really. I mean, yeah. someone who can play ball. Um, we know the Yaks are probably looking for just another athlete. The goats, I think the goats are probably looking for uh, a good trade. I think the goats are looking to get the best trade offer. Um, the lightning, we're just looking for an athlete, we're looking for someone who can play ball on the field and make the plays when they need to be played. Uh, the cobras, we don't really know. The clams, we do know they are looking for a batter. That's one hundred percent for sure. The clams need a hitter. Uh, Wildcats. With Sean being pitcher, I don't see them focusing on another pitcher too much, but I would definitely focus more on the batting end for the Wildcats. Uh, definitely since they lost Daniel, who was in the home run derby. Absolute tank. The absolute unit of a man. Dan the man. Gone forever. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he'll come back, come back or something. That'd be cool. But Wildcats in need of a hitter. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that is the draft picks. The order of them. About all I got for today. Y'all got anything closing remarks on this quick little pod? No, sir. No, sir. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, the road to the 2021 World Series has officially begun. The offseason has now just kicked off with these draft lottery picks. Next up um, on our schedule is the draft, which will be happening in March. We'll be doing a combine and draft video for that. Um, should be a lot of fun. Very excited for it. But really now, um, with no World Series for the Bluegrass Blitzball League, we are on standby. We are just chilling here for the next couple months. Um, but we'll get back to you all in March. Hopefully we can release some sort of fun content, maybe some cool hype videos or something. But we'll, we'll see y'all. Yeah, I mean, next time we'll see y'all live, we'll probably be on the pod um, after the, the schedule gets released maybe. And then... It'll be on focused on the draft. So Mm -hmm. we will see y'all later.
Peace out. Stay frosty.